Welcome to All Axes. My name is Thielen Henderson, and I'll be your host. Joining us today is Jason Feitz, National Service Manager with MASAC. Hey, Jason, thank you for joining us today. No problem. Thank you. So, first off, what do you love about manufacturing? I love to be able to see the stuff being made. <laughs> and just from, from, from going from a, you take stuff that's made on a, on a drawing to the actual product. That's the, that's the part that is, is great about, about manufacturing. Yeah, that, that's cool. I like that, too. Um, so, Jason, uh, you've been with Mazak for 16 years, correct? Correct. And you are currently the National Service Manager. Correct. And Jason has been kind enough to put, me to get, put together a list of five common sense, uh, actionable items that keep machine tools up and running. So, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and get into the list. Okay. Your first item, Jason, is preventative maintenance. Now... Why don't people do their preventative maintenance? Probably a lot of them because of the the time that it takes. Because it's right. it's just like a car. You, you do have to take care of the machine. Everybody knows they should do it. Exactly. That's the piece. Or everyone knows they should, but sometimes a lot of people forget right. that you do need to do those things. So if you're going to set up a good PM schedule, what's your first step? Like someone out there listening just thought, oh, I should do that more often. What would their first step be in setting this up? First thing is you want to look at the machine manuals because mm -hmm. inside of those manuals are going to have what the manufacturer recommends that you mm -hmm. need to do in certain intervals because um, every kind of machine is just ever so much different uh, to where they're not all the same steps, but the machine manuals would be the best place to start to be able to get that information. And then you can start setting up a system and setting up a schedule. Correct, a schedule forward. of if it's by so many times running, an hour schedule, just a, a, a monthly, yearly type schedule. All that information will be there in the uh, machine manuals. Got it. So your second item is cleanliness of the machine. Now, can you tell me a horror story or sometime you walked into a shop and you just thought, oh, my God. Well, you can sort of tell when you walk into a shop of, of, of a place that take, wants to take care of the machine and right. where everything's clean and stuff like that. But sometimes you'll walk in and you'll see chips and tools sitting on top. Weight covers are falling apart or the chip conveyors partially in or, or chip bins overflowing to where it, it, the machine... It's just like a car. The better you take care of it, the better you keep it clean, keep things in working order, the longer that machine's going to last. But you walk into some and they are just stuffs everywhere. Chips are building up on the weight covers or they get the weight covers off to where it, 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 it is an interesting thing to be able to see <laughs> right. of who... Who, who does have that attention to detail to be able to keep that machine in, in tip-top order? So particularly when it comes to cleanliness of the machine, maintaining something like that not only uh, makes the machine last longer you know, for a lifetime, but also it keeps your spindle uptime up. Like the cleaner it is, the more, the more use you can it get is. out of the machine, right? Correct. It is because if the machine is, is clean, it, it's not having to work as hard. Right. If it has, uh, if if chips aren't interfering with weight covers, or if they're behind the weight covers, and then you have the castings and stuff running over chips, or the linear guides are not are staying greased or oiled, to where right. it just it, it just helps that machine run more efficiently when it is in its tip top shape. Got it. All right, your third item that you have is stocking spare parts. Now, is that a question of? customers making an investment and having 
parts they need on hand? It is because there mm-hmm. is a lot of uh, uh, parts that a machine will consume over its years. Right. Um, specifically for Mazak, we offer two-year warranty. So mm-hmm. at least for those first couple of years, you, you don't have to worry about taking care of or having stuff on hand. But after the, after the fact, there are going to be things. It's mechanical. It's it, 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 there are wear it, parts. It it's going pieces. to happen. Correct. There are there are wear items, to where it is good on a customer side to be able to stock. Um, and I'm not saying every single single thing, but there are going to be O rings and seals, uh, and stuff like that that are just from the nature of what we're doing. We're we're taking raw material that's in this one solid piece, and we're making all these little itty bitty things that are flying all over the machine. They're full of coolant or oil, and they do cause cause havoc to the machine, but it, it it is good from a customer's perspective to be able to stock stuff. And a good thing on the right. Mazak side is is we do have a parts operation that you can pretty much get any part you need to be able to stock either on your shelf or or to be able to ship out when, when something happens. Got it. So if a customer doesn't want to make the massive investment to have parts. Uh, on hand and have their capital tied up in parts, so long as they find a partner that can ship them their parts in a timely fashion, that's another way to, to, to have less exposure. To Correct. A situation it, like that. it is, and, and, and that's one thing where, where Mazak does excel. We do have $52 million worth of parts here in Kentucky right. that we do ship roughly 95% same-day same ship, so mm-hmm. that way you can get those parts out to the customer when they're needed. Get that spindle back up and running. Exactly. I dig it. I dig it. Okay, your fourth item on here I have a question about. It's clean shop environment. Now, is that just an indicator of, of a machine shop that takes good care of their machines, or is that actually an actionable item that people can uh, see results from? It's a combination of both mm-hmm. to where, uh, back to sort of what some of these other points are, the, if you're taking care of the, the, the work environment, uh, your employees are going to take better care of the equipment or the same mm-hmm. way like how we were saying of, of keeping the machine clean. Well, it's the same way with the air because we do have to suck in air oh, into the SFIs right. to be able to, to uh, dissipate the heat from the drives. Well, mm-hmm. if the air is dirty, it's got soot or it's got a lot of uh, moisture in it, well, when it's going through trying to dissipate that heat or just in general circulating the air through, through throughout the machine, it can cause other things to happen and then also soot soot settling or 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 condensation settling that can over time cause things to either wear out or to malfunction right uh, to where it it it, it's one of the pieces that to be able to ensure the machine is going to last you want to be able to try to keep it as much in tip-top order as possible i get you so so really uh the environment itself and the quality of the air, it's not just how they're treating the machine, but, but actually what's, what's uh, going into the machine and what's being used. Correct. I get you. Now, your, your last and fifth point is staff training. And, and when you say that, is that uh, do you mean in-house training or just making sure the new guy knows what to do to how to wipe down the machine at the end of the shift? Or, or what do you mean by that? It's both. Um, you want to okay. be able to have your operators that are, that are running the machines knowing what they're doing on the controller. Uh, right. So that way they're, they're, they're pushing the right buttons at the right time uh, mm-hmm. for stuff or being able to make in-process in adjustments uh, depending on what kind of parts you're cutting. 
to where ha having those people that are interacting with the machines, and it's not just the guys on the floor, it could also be the uh, other programmers that are making the part programs in-house in in to where they know what capabilities the, uh, the machine has and knowing how to set that machine up in order to do, uh, uh, to be able to make the parts. So that almost sounds more like uh, building a proper culture, ma ma making sure that the focus on, on maintaining assets is uh, company-wide and everyone's moving Correct. in the yeah, direction. It's a team effort. That's interesting. Pretty cool. Okay, well, Jason, hey, thanks for your time today. Uh, I appreciate these five easy, actionable items that can be used on any machine tool. Cool. Thank you very much. All right, thanks. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to All Axes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, or you can always visit our website at mazakusa.com for the latest episode.